Hello, family and friends. We're here for day four, the final day on this sequence. I'm going to talk Pastor Jimmy into coming back sometime in the future and give him an update, but it sure has been a blessing, Pastor Jimmy. I know today we wanted to see if we could talk a little bit more about finding the shepherd and serving him and just, you know, that side of the ministry that I really respect you for. So I'm just going to say a prayer and we're going to get started. Father, we're just so thankful. You so love the world that you gave, Father, and Jesus was such an example in serving people. And thank you for showing us through your word how to serve you, Father, and to serve others. And so we come hungry today for knowledge in that area. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, we talked about kind of my beginning. Well, like I said, I couldn't read or write or anything, but God had to hook me up with somebody that would help me and with the right people. So I was in my office one day about 30-some years ago, and phone rang, and this uh, man said, are you pastor so-and-so? And I said, no. And he said, well, I'm with Lacey Ministries, Dr. Lester Summerall, and we're doing something with Feed the Hungry. And this is when he got the revelation. Dr. Barkley was actually there with him in Israel. And he said, be a part. Well, the Holy Spirit just flooded me and there paralyzed me. And I knew right then I was supposed to hook up. So I go to South Bend, Indiana and hook up with them and started serving them, working in the hangar and helping them load the C-130 and get supplies out when they had the first war and different things. And so became under his ministry and got to armor bury him one time in Somerset, Kentucky, and just was a big part of Dr. Summerall's ministry. He used to call me one of his sons of the faith, and I love serving there and serving with him. And, and you know, in all that, I've never left my camp of Dr. Summerall and Dr. Barkley, and then back, you know, Dr. Ed Dufresne was a part of that. and But then Dr. Summerall, you know, passed on, and then I hooked up with Dr. Zirkel. He's a big missionary there, been in Guatemala for years, and hooked up with him. And then I was with him when they had the plane crash, and he taught me all about missions, served him. And then in, that was in 1998, and then I needed another pastor, so because I would not go without a pastor after I hooked up with Dr. Summerall. So I had Dr. Barkley, I had uh, Rod Parsley, and I had Dr. Dufresne that I knew, and I knew Rod Parsley very well, and Dr. Dufresne. And I'd flew with Dr. Dufresne on his plane some, armor bared him multiple times. And so we had their names there laying on the bar at home, and I uh, told Marty, I said, well, I think, you know, God wants us to go with Dr. Barkley, and... So I'd go to some of these meetings and say, how you doing, Doc? And we would talk. And But I'll never forget one time it, he was at Pastor Crab's church. We was in the new gym down in the youth room. And we were standing in front of the chocolate bar. They had a thing that the chocolate and you stick marshmallows in there and things. And he walked over to me and said, how you doing, Jimmy? I said, I'm doing fine, Doc. And he said, I know why you're here. And I said, yeah, I'm looking for a pastor. And he said, well, come and see me. And so I went up to Michigan, and we sat there in his office, and uh, I told him I wanted to, you know, be full ordained under him. And I said, Dr. Summerall died and Dr. Zirkel died, but you're not going to. That's what I said to him. He just laughed. <laughs> he said, yeah, you're right. But he asked me a question. He said, well, what do you expect out of me, you know, with you coming under me? And I said, I don't expect nothing out of you. I just need your covering. It's what I'm going to do for you that matters. And like I did Dr. Summerall and Dr. Zirkel, I started serving Dr. Barkley and helping him at home and on his home or, you know, a car or 
whatever, and I've been serving him now over 20, 20 some years, and I've told him multiple times, Doc, I'm not coming here to preach. I'm not coming here to have a name. I'm not coming here for a name tag. I'm, I'm here to serve you. And the reason why I like to do that is that sometimes when we're in charge of people and they come and serve us, we got to go back to what Jesus said. I didn't come to be served, but to serve. And a lot of times when we get into ministry and get a little big or whatever, we forget about the serving part. And I don't know if that would be for everybody, but still, I had giftings and callings that, you know, God had given me with, and I love using them helping Dr. Barkley. And still today, you know, I love solving little problems for him. And last night we were talking about he, I walked in his garage one day and he said, I don't like that gas line right there. And it was kind of out in the open. And so I took it upon myself to go rip his wall half in two, crawl under his house and reroute that gas line. And he come back in a few days later and he smiled and he said, wow. I said, yeah, I moved that gas line for you, sir, because you said it bugged you. But sometimes we forget the serving, and, you know, everybody couldn't serve Dr. Barkley because, you know, he'd have too many people around him. But then again, who could you serve? Uh, what part of a service serving could you be? And, you know, sometimes pastors need to go in the mission field, too, and get back to that hands-on serving the people and getting down a little bit where they are and, you know, like kind of washing the feet because sometimes we— get up on what God's called us to do, which is good, but yet we've lost some of the basics that we started out with on the log in the woods when God would speak to us, and we dug the footers on the church, and we cleaned the church, and we set the chairs up, and we did the sound, we did the preaching, we tore back down, we did the, and you know, Terry, my son-in-law, which is a pastor now of the church, uh, he said, I miss those days when me and you did everything together. And I would tell him today that after you've pastored for a while, you need to go back and do a few of those things that we did in the beginning mm -hmm. because remind you where you come from, yeah. that you're still a servant. Jesus said that. If you want to be great, be a servant. And like I said, we can't serve everybody. Doc can't have 100 people around him serving him. But then again, you can be a part and serve somewhere, go on a mission field and serve in your community, be a part of an outreach program, but sometimes that's good for us, and it takes us to where we think, you know, and I don't think we think we're hot or nothing, but yet sometimes it brings us down to reality. Yeah. Jimmy, the Holy Spirit prompted me about serving in church. It might ruffle a few feathers here, but they might need to be ruffled. You know, if you're not serving in your church, you need to grow up, Yes, you amen. need to help somebody because your pastor needs some help. It's a body yes, of Christ. Amen. So you want to talk about that a little Everybody bit. Everybody has a talent. If you're a heating and air guy, the pastor would never pay nobody to do the heating and air. It's simple. You're a plumber. You should help him with his plumbing to painting to whatever. And I built my church on six things. We pray. We study. We attend all the services. We give tithes and offerings. We forgive. And the big one, too, is serve. If you're doing those six things, God will bless you. He will take care of you. And a lot of people leave the serving out, but from cleaning the church to doing outreaches and someday they have clean day, we're going to do a little construction project one day and just be a part of all that, yeah. you know. Jimmy, run through that list again, please. Okay. I built my church on this on still today. We pray, we study God's word. We want to study the sermons that we hear on Sunday. 
and then we attend all the services. We give tithes and offerings. We got to forgive, Mark 11, 22 through 25. And then we got to serve because Jesus said, if you want to be great, which I don't want to be great, be a servant. Yeah. And uh, even through the bond servant, Paul said, I'm a bond servant. Yes, so sir. where have we lost our serving? And like you said, it starts in the church. Yes, sir. And then we go from there. And uh, I served Dr. Summerall. I don't know all the things I've done for him, Dr. Circle. I've been on 40 mission trips with him, been in every city in Guatemala with him. I worked on his airplanes to anything he needed. I helped and served, built him. Well, I helped build his ministry down in Cattle Mills. We built a little bungalows and I helped, okay. I built his home wow. that he was in. So just, I don't praise know. God. I try to forget all the stuff we've done. <laughs> well, praise God. If you would pray for our listeners. Amen. Thank you, Father. Again, we just lift up those that have the calling those that would like to be a part, but they can do missions at home. They can serve in their church and be a mission local, or they can go on the field. We love and honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Jimmy, thank you so much. You are such an example to the body of Christ, and you know you have that balance of your ministry and then serving, and I think that's one of the things that keeps you so humble and such a good heart. So thank you so much for sharing. And you can reach Pastor Jimmy through his church website at alcky.com. You can contact our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.